fourth slide yeah fourth episode um so we were going to do a quick catch-up um on part two for women's health but first of all how are y'all doing today good 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 um i know that it's kind of been a lot going on for everybody so it's nice to see y'all and catch up finally catch up with everybody um but i guess just being cognizant of what we talked about last time is there anything that any of you want to add to women's health part two real quick or i guess any like pressing issues that are just on your mind from the last time we talked don't all speak at once (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i'm just trying to think back to when we did the last episode of women's health i mean i think women's health is just so important especially like doing these with you guys like like i i think i said this last time that like i really didn't take my health very serious Uh, Mm -hmm. or think it was like that important at this moment in my life Mm -hmm. but after my little experience at the doctors I think I'll be taking more of an interest in my health okay um so I don't think that you touched on last time what happened when you went to the doctors oh my gosh Hmm. I didn't okay well let me catch everybody up real briefly catch us up (laughs) (laughs) oh what Yes, we're practicing brevity this episode. Um, yeah. yeah, so I went to the doctors because I felt like, one, I haven't been to the doctors in years because as I was coming into being an adult and adulting, like, my, I, my parents didn't, like, say, oh, here's the family doctor. Like, you start doing this on your own kind of thing. I was just kind of, like, left to the wolves mm-hmm. and to deal with it myself. Um, although I have always had health insurance, at every job so I've never had like a lapse in health insurance I just never really utilized it so this year or over the last year I would say I've been like oh I really want to find a good doctor and I really want to find a doctor of color preferably a black doctor just because I feel like they would understand my body more so because they have similarities right Mm -hmm. um so anyway I looked online and I found somebody and I like looked through all these women and doctors to find the right one and so I decided to choose this one she ended up not being african-american or black like I really she looked like it I mean and she had a name so maybe I was just maybe that was just my bias coming out but I think she was native american which is really cool too um anyway so I went and she was asking me like all these questions like trying to get to know me and I was trying to get to know her which was nice but then plot twist she was like (laughs) she told me that I am like on the verge of being overweight for my height and like age so I just want to let everybody know for those who know um for those who know Jasmine she's like five foot and maybe like one something soaking wet she's she's small I guess in comparison to our friend group (laughs) okay fair (laughs) but 
I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, that happened. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you need, she was just like, you need to work out a little bit more. And I had said, like, I've been working out, like, with our other friend who's there. Clarissa, we'd been, like, helping each other through the summer, going to the gym, and, like, I wouldn't necessarily say we were eating very well, but we were going to the gym making an effort, and so, at least I wasn't eating very well, um, so anyway, so then she was like, well, do you want your flu shot, and I was like, no, girl, like, I don't do flu shot, like, no, thank you, um, and then she asked me if I wanted to get a pap smear, and I had never had one of those. Like, I heard about it and stuff, and I, I thought it came at a very later time in life when I needed to get those. And she was like, oh no, you can start getting them when you're like 16. Like, you know, like as soon as you start like being sexually active, you should start having a, a pap smear. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I was like, well, I guess like I'm here like sure I'll get the get the pap smear or whatever and so like it's definitely a really awkward situation like because we didn't really know each other right like I was like dang take me to dinner first (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't really know what it entailed like I didn't really know so I didn't know what to like expect like it was it's not like people walk around talking about like yeah I got a pap smear and like this is how it is and this is what they do so yeah and then I like I really didn't think too much of it in the in when I was there, but I did like notice some weird dynamic. She's kind of new to the hospital that I went to, and like the little assistant girl, she was like asking her for like another little tip thing, and she was like, she was like, oh well, we only do one, and she's like, oh well, I want to do two. So that was just like a little weird thing because I was just like, y'all need to get together because you're acting like you don't know what you're doing down there. Then I came here and I talked to my friends who are in the health field and they were saying that that's probably not the right like way that should have went down. Right. So moving forward, I'll be looking for an OG, OBGYN. Yes. So that I'm making sure I'm getting the right care. Thank you, sis. So I'm sorry, that wasn't brevity, but I tried. I mean, but we know you. So that's why you went first. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> um, there are a couple of points that I also want to pinpoint in there. Um, like you pointed out, she was not a specialized OBGYN. She was a family general physician. Um, when you go to those appointments, just for anybody who may be listening, it is okay to say no. Like, don't let a physician um, kind of corner you into getting a procedure. Um, or, you know, how Jasmine said, no, I don't want to get a flu shot. It is okay to say no. Essentially, when you're going to the doctor, um, they work for you. So I know it doesn't often feel like that, but you can hire and fire a doctor if it's not a good fit. Um, you can do whatever you need to do, um, which is in the best interest of your own health. Um, Ms. Tichelle, any pressing things you want to touch on? Okay, um, one of the quick things that I want to get on, also in the spirit of brevity, um, is there are oftentimes like some tests that we may take. Um, for African Americans, we tend to have a health disparity in high blood pressure, um, as well as kidney disease and some other things. Um, if you are ever getting a workup for kidney disease, this is something slightly personal. Um, there's a member of my family 
who went to get some paperwork for their kidney function um, at first glance it seemed as though everything was normal right but sometimes at the lab paperwork that you get there's a little asterisk at the when you follow the asterisk it may tell you if you are asian asian american times this number by this number if you're african african american times this number by this number um and once you times that number then your values change which means you may or may not have um a concerning condition right um I think that that's a health disparity in and of itself. I think when you get your lab paperwork and they know that you're African, African American or of some descent, um, that number should automatically kind of reflect that um, instead of a physician having to look at the bottom of your paper for that. So there have been instances where someone thought, oh, my kidney function is great. But after you times that number, you realize you're in like stage three kidney disease. Um, which through the right proper diet and whatever can possibly be reversible, right? Um, if you catch it early enough, but if you really have somebody that's not being diligent, um, it can get slipped through the cracks. So please, please, please either ask for a copy of your own paperwork to be mindful of that. Um, or like Jasmine said, try to find African, African-American or black um, physicians um, in different specialties so that you don't have to fall through those cracks of the medical industrial complex because it is very complex in that um circling back to Tishel, anything to add in that or do we want to segue into our next topic up to you yeah for for brevity i'll just add um just to highlight what you both have said that it's really important to um as women to take your health seriously and and prioritize it because we're quick i think i mentioned this last time but we're quick to help our family members, those of us who have kids, we're quick to make sure our kids are fine or our parents. A lot of us help our parents and grandparents, but mm-hmm. our our health usually comes last because we're worried about everybody else's or maybe we're embarrassed or maybe we're, maybe we don't trust healthcare providers, which is a whole nother thing and, mm-hmm. and understandable, but it's really important that we um, ensure that we're putting our, ourselves first because if we're not healthy, we can't help any of these other people we're trying to save, so. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I concur. I can't really snap for real, but I can. Um, you can't snap. I mean, yeah, I was just trying not to do it anymore. <laughs> um, oh. I thought you really couldn't snap. I'm no, sorry. you can't. Um, <laughs> some people can't. Leave it, Tajan. No discrimination. Um... So I want to take a second to do a quick intro into our next topic, um, and this may or may not lead into a part two as well, but we are talking about um, Black women's mental health, Um, and I think that ending on the last day of Women's International Month, um, which this will probably be posted in April, so it'll be over, but um, we're recording on the last day of Women's International Month. Right. Um, let's touch on mental health, because I know that each of us kind of suffer our own various things around it, um, or experience our own various things around it. There, It is still very stigmatized, although people are becoming more open to talking about, oh, well, this is what my therapist says and going to therapy and trying um, alternative methods, I guess, or non-traditional or traditional methods um, 
for mental health. Let me preface by saying, if you're on any sort of antidepressants, um, anti-anxiety medicines, or whatever else, and that's working for you, and you're consulting with your physician, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you are practicing alternative medicine in a healthy way, that's not damaging to your body um, or mind or spirit, that's absolutely okay. Because um, there are various ways, and health is ultimately subjective. So there's no right or wrong way to be healthy, especially in a mental state. So let's go ahead and start with Miss Tichelle. Feel like a winner. <clears throat> you win. <laughs> I am such a, I feel like I use the word advocate a lot, but I'm super, super supportive of all things mental health. I feel like um, even most recently in my family or close family, I should say, like, you know, the thing that the best advice I can give people because I'm not a mental health professional and I might have some expertise, but again, not a professional is to seek guidance and help from a mental health professional, whether that is a counselor, whether that's a social worker, whether that's an actual psychologist with a PhD, you know, you're welcome to, people are welcome to do their research. Um, but I think it's really important to not just base, always base your feedback on like what your friends say or your family say. I think it's important to talk to people when you're in crisis. And that's a great, I mean, it's great to have friends and family for that. But I also, regardless of what stig- the stigmas that exist in black and brown families, I think it's really crucial that if you need extra help or even just someone to talk to, whether it's temporary or long-term, that you see if your insurance covers it, if you're not covered by insurance, if you're undocumented, et cetera, there are services out there. And especially with COVID, a lot of those services are online and or for free. Um, so just that's my my plug for putting as women putting our mental health first I myself uh, see I have a therapist at through my institution which I love and it's covered so those of you in grad schools see what services are there and it's great I mean I love it because I've struggled a lot in graduate school and sometimes their feedback is the only thing that's kind of like kept me sane as far as not um, breaking down completely. Mm-hmm. And so I right. it's super something I strongly suggest. I will say um, I haven't I wanted to find a local therapist someone more long term and that's been on my to-do list since August of 2020. I haven't done it yet, but I have helped other people do it. So my goal, I was journaling yesterday, which again, mental health, yay, self-care, journaling. <laughs> I um I'll just end with that. I it is my goal to find someone local, and here, uh, here where we're located, there's not a lot of black and brown providers, and if there are, a lot of us know them. So that's really my my challenge is because find someone where it's not a conflict of interest, and and start putting my own mental health first because soon the provider I have will be no more once I graduate. Right. So, who wants to go next? Y'all, I for real have like, I've been saying I need to like get with a therapist 
ASAP. Like, I've been saying that for, like, a year or two. And it's so hard because, one, I think, like, in my own experience, like, I feel like I've gone through these moments where I do a lot of research and I'm really looking into it. And just, it's hard Mm -hmm. here locally, especially in Utah, where there aren't a lot of people of color in those types of professions, to find somebody who you feel just by reading something online that you're like, okay, I trust this person or like, I'm ready to take that next step and like schedule appointment. Um, and, and it's expensive, right? Like if you, if your insurance doesn't cover it or some therapists don't take insurances and you have to like pay for it up front. If you do have to pay like, for it, upfront, it takes it is time, expensive. and I would give yourself that time. Don't feel, don't rush into anything. Is probably my big focus. Um, and granted, I haven't actually seen a therapist or am in that field. So I feel as if if you're gonna take that step where you're gonna be vulnerable with a person, you definitely want to make sure it's somebody like you trust. Because I do know like a handful of the African American or Black, um, like professionals who are in that field and because our community is so small I do even though there's patient confidentiality I just sometimes worry about like well they might know the same people as I do like this could be weird like so it's just a lot of things to think about when it comes to therapy but mental health is so important and it's something that I feel in the black community we don't talk enough about um Mm-hmm. Especially as, like, Black women, I feel, we are constantly told, like, we need to be strong and we need to do everything and take care of ourselves last. So I definitely feel that it's important to find something that you can do if it's journaling, if it's running, if it's watching television like me, that just allows you to, like, be compressed from your day and what's happening around you and just, like, zone out, like, just take those moments to be um to just be like numb to think through what's happened mm-hmm. what right. about you miss glory so i completely agree with everything that both um Tishel and jasmine have said i have not i so i don't currently have a therapist although that's not for my lack of trying i've been trying for like maybe the past maybe four or five months to find one down here. Um, I find that mental health, or at least access um, in respect that those who may be insured is um, a lot more easy right now because we do have things such as um, telehealth, right? Um, Which for me, that's where I wanted to do my therapy. Like I don't necessarily want to come to you. I don't like, I like the convenience of doing it um, in my own home and kind of getting a chance to see the profile of, you know, my therapist and what they're what they specialize in. Um, I, I do think we're in such a, a precarious time right now, though, because, you know, mental health is so large for everybody. Right. Um, so a lot of therapists are just like, well, we're not available because they're overwhelmed, too, because of, you know, the times that we're currently in. Um, But I think, you know, kind of as I said in the beginning and somewhat as Jasmine said, I think that it's it's kind of up to you to find what that sweet spot is in order to, you know, help you process some of the things that you may be going through. For me, for a long time, that was writing. 
um and i still think that's beneficial for a lot of people for a lot of people it's also like yoga and meditation um or whatever that may be so i guess um kind of knowing what we know um and uh i guess knowing what we know and having access to what we have access to how would you all say that your mental health um personally kind of currently is and we can start with miss to show well my mental health is i mean you don't have to get too in depth either i just (laughs) for brevity (laughs) um no my mental health is um it's just like a whirlwind you know ups and downs i feel like i um i've at this point in my life, I've had to come to a lot of realizations recently about where okay. I'm dedicating my time and energy and where that should be dedicated. Um, I'm to, I'm a someone who can't say no. I think I've talked about that before, and I'm I just jump to like people's aid. Sometimes they've asked, sometimes with them asking, oftentimes without them asking. And so I realized I need to be more respectful to myself and not that it's not selfishness, but it's more that I have my own um, things that I need to focus on and complete before trying to save others. And then I just end up being um, upset or just in a really bad state after. And that's not how it should be. So my mental health is not fair. I'm thinking I'll get better after grad school. But um, I have this constant feeling of being behind. And so just my goal with journaling and just goal with finding a new um, mental health provider is to work through some of that and not feeling so obligated to be there for people, especially people who you know, like if you needed something, they'd be like, sorry. You know, so that's where mine's at. How about you, Jasmine? Yeah, you know, uh, I've been thinking so much about my mental health and some of what Tashelle just said definitely resonated with me, especially the portions about thinking about where you're dedicating your time at, because I like Tashelle sort of say yes to a lot of things too, and um I find myself sometimes being just too overextended and that hurts me and other areas where I would like to focus my time on um right and yeah so as far as like my mental health I guess I am just trying to figure out how I find my voice a little bit more and so if I were finding if I were to um successfully find a really good therapist I would really like to like figure out methods and ways that I could I don't know be able to do that more because I really feel badly like when I I don't want to hurt people's feelings I guess and I really um embody that right I I want to make sure that everything's inclusive and everybody's welcomed and that I'm not like being too mean um and stuff like that and so I, I take those pressures on uh a lot like I take that stuff to heart a lot when maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I think for me, I'm just in a crossroads, I feel like, in my life right now uh, where I'm like, I need, I want to go back to the grad school and this is something I want to do for myself. But I have all these other things that I also really care about that I've been doing for a really ta- long time that I feel maybe I should step away, that I either should or am going to have to if I want to fulfill this goal that I have for myself. Um, so yeah, I'm just in a bit of a crossroads right now. I'm not sure what's going to happen exactly, but I think I said at the beginning of 2021 that 2021 is the year that I put myself first and I intend I intend to do that. But Miss Shekina, what are you how are you doing, sister? <laughs> um so I am doing pretty okay. Um, I think that in general, um, I, I don't know if y'all know what like the whole seasonal effects disorder stuff is, right? Um, but I think that that's really something that I kind of uh, struggle with in and of itself. Um, just because... Um, not even echo. Just because... Um, like when it's a gloomy day, it really does tend to affect my mood and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> but I'm also the type of person that tends to hold a lot of my stress in and then it like will come out at one time, which is not healthy. That's not the way to be. Um, but that is kind of like what it is, right? So I'm trying to discover like different <clears throat> outlets, um, whether that's like working out more or like I said trying to find a therapist um for me I think I I tend to deflect with comedy so I'll like watch something funny um I'll say right now my mental health is not um the best but I would be remiss to say that's because I've been watching um what's his name the Chauvin trials so basically George Floyd's murder case Um, which is like kind of currently going on so it's like in my it's even like on my tv right now as i'm talking to you so i think that that um has not helped in a way because i never watched the video and i think i kind of touched on before um when people will send me things or things happen on social media i'm not desensitized to what's happening um when i see you attack or hurt or kill anybody it very much still affects me um so I never watched the video when it came out I never heard it it was very intentional I would tell people who would send it to me don't because I'm not going to watch it um and I don't think that that makes me um naive or ignorant to what's happening right but I also think that we had to learn to set boundaries I'm very good about setting boundaries I'm great about saying no that's my strong Mm. suit um or I don't want to, or I'm, I'm not showing up. And I'm also notoriously late in every single yeah. thing that I go to. And yeah, okay, there's the amen. I am, I am though. And I tell my friends, you know, lie to me. If it starts at seven, tell me it starts at 6.30. I'll be I there have at done seven. that. Um, she has, and I've been on time when she's done that. Um, this last time she forgot though. So, you know, that was on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, but yeah, so I think right now it's kind of struggling. And as I think that it may be for a lot of you who are also kind of engaged with what's going on, um, as well as, you know, some of the, the things that are going on with like Breonna Taylor and, and what that looked like for black women and, you know, quoting Malcolm X, black women are the most disrespected in America, the most neglected, um, and essentially a forgotten group and I think that that is very true because like Jasmine said we do have to be strong and we do um, buckle down to get things done but that also gets lost in translation as we don't need help and we do um so I know I was super long-winded but do any of y'all I guess in the spirit of the like one to two minutes we have left do any of y'all have any sort of pressing things that you want to touch on with that like I said we can always come back and do a part two um, and we may have to, depending on what's, you know, going on. But do y'all have any lasting comments, any of you? I would just say to any woman or men who may be listening to this is to just think about others first. Like, take that moment to just think about others' mental health or what they're going through. Because I think a lot of times, like, people, um, like Shekinah was saying, like, might lash out um because things have been bubbling for so long and it might not be you and so just to be mindful that everybody is doing a lot especially right now in these in the pandemic and with everything going on and they're just emotions are flying high and so i would just say to everybody to take a moment to just consider that we're you Thank you. Mr. Shell. Anything? I think you bring up a good point with this rec- the current events that are going on. They really they really are disheartening. And it's it's even if you try to avoid it, sometimes you can't. Um, but mm-hmm. and I agree, there's there's people who've told me when I was avoiding watching some of the different things that have happened ongoing that it's a privilege to not watch it. Like we should mm-hmm. as black people be informed and I, I get that but I think it's also it can be protective of our mental health to not and not that we don't care but to to in a sense not track those sort of things especially when we often know the outcomes are not are not often in our favor and when you know a lot of times we feel powerless especially those of us who have black fathers and brothers and black men in our lives in general and at this point black women too um so you know it it's okay to do go through life and essentially not put yourself in a scenario that will make you even more unhappy yeah right i agree i concur I do it all the time. Um, and that's okay. So we are going to end out with our infamous question that we all love to hate. Why does black health matter to you? Um, so we we got all of like two minutes. <laughs> so let's go with... Um, black health matters to me because equality is important in all areas. Thank you, Sid. Mr. Shell, 
fun. Black health matters to me because we experience good and bad things each day that impact our health. I like that. I like that. Um, and black health matters to me because I think that ultimately um, we deserve it. You know, I think that we deserve to be happy. We deserve to experience black girl magic and black boy joy and not have to um, be judged for the state of our mental health or be forced to relive trauma. I think that black health means ultimately living as freely as we can. And we should be able to do that, I think. I don't know if that really answered the question, but that's what I got today. Um, anyways, thank you ladies for coming on here and doing with doing this with me as always. Um, I love to always see your faces and get out these intellectual conversations as I call them. Um, and to our listeners, we hope that you are taking care of yourself and putting yourself first and learn how to say no and set boundaries. That's your task for this week. It truly does change a life. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty, y'all. I'll see you next hey. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.